You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, everybody. Another training camp edition of the It's Always Game Day in Buffalo podcast. Sal Capaccio, WGR Sports Radio 550. Matt Bove, Channel 7 Sports Director in Buffalo, WKBW-TV. Matt is actually in Buffalo today. I'm out at camp. He had some duties back there for TV, so uh, wasn't able to see practice. So I could give you a rundown of what happened, but what's it like back in Buffalo today? You holding down the fort? Yeah, it's weird because it's the first training camp practice I've missed up to this point. So I'm like frantically putting notifications on for a bunch of our colleagues that cover the team just to make sure that I don't miss anything. Mm-hmm. You you really do have FOMO when you cover the team and you have to miss a day and it happens here or there. I had an event that I had to help out with to MC, so I couldn't get out to practice. But I know that we've got a good crew there. My colleague Dom Tibbetts mm-hmm. is out there and you know, you can fill me in too. Nice and easy. It's a nice perk. Okay. I think I know what FOMO is. What's FOMO? Fear of missing out. Oh, no, I did not. I had no idea. Fear of missing out. I figured you'd tell me. I go, oh, yeah, I know that. I did not know that. Is that is that what the cool kids say, FOMO now? I don't even think it's like what the cool kids say. I think that was probably like a couple years ago. Yeah, Yeah, I think that's one of those times on this. Yeah, well, like it's probably now already dated, so you'll never need to know it again. I mean, my eight-year-old's calling me bra and bra now. So, I mean... Bra? Yeah, my eight-year-old. Like B-R-A-H? Yeah, and bra. Like, what's up? Sup, bra? Yeah, that's my my eight year old's doing that now. Like to mom and dad, by the way, doesn't matter. Doesn't bra is apparently like unisex, right? Does not matter what gender. Like yeah. that's what my my son is calling both of us. We're like I don't know what's up with you, bra. Like what's up, dude? <laughs> well, you Max know? has like a really cool vibe, and based <laughs> off of like all of the other little kids that he's hanging out with, whether yeah. he's playing baseball or lacrosse, that's probably what they call each other. You know, they say it in their little like eight-year-old voice. They're like, hey, bra. So oh, yeah. he's There's just no using it on you guys. It. There's no doubt about it. We welcome you in. Of course, please subscribe. Uh, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Odyssey app, wherever you do it, man, wherever you pod, we're here for you. The, the uh, downloads and numbers are really starting to increase a lot because people want to get more Bill's content. And that's why we're here. We're going to be can keep keep doing this thing for you. We're going to be doing podcasts throughout camp and preseason. And then the regular season is going to come and Matt and I are going to be doing it twice a week. We got reviews, previews, interviews. It's going to be super cool before. Hey, I get, yeah, go ahead. Before, before you fill me in on what yeah. I missed for the Thursday practice, can you tell me how McAfee was? Cause it was awesome to watch that. And I am a huge Pat McAfee fan. So when I saw that you were going to be on Pat McAfee, I was just really, really pumped. I basically like coordinated my schedule around 1 30 wow. afternoon Thank so you. I could watch that's... it live and you did a great job, but how Thank was you. it? That's an honor. I appreciate that. It was pretty amazing. It was surreal to even be asked to go on. I was literally yeah. doing the extra point show on WGR when a producer reached out to me and I'm Matt, I'm staring at my phone going, does he mean like the real Pat McAfee show? Like, I don't know if they really are asking me to go on there. And sure enough, I'm like, yeah, it's, it's 1.30. They're live. I'm like, of course I'll go on. So I go home. I say to Yana, I'm going on the Pat McAfee show. She's like, what's that? She doesn't even know. And yeah. I'm like, let me explain to you about this show, how popular it is. And then I said, 
but you don't understand. Like there's a different vibe on the show. You got to be a little different and match their energy. Yeah. Now for me, Matt, and you, you're very similar to me. We're just mm-hmm. high energy guys, yeah. right? We we're, we we're positive. We're high energy. So that fits my element. There's no doubt. But then I'm like playing with the, they, they did over FaceTime actually, which is kind of interesting to mm-hmm. on a fa- platform like that. I'm playing with the the setting and the surrounding. Like, how do I look? If I stand here and I go there. So I, I decided to stand up, brought the energy. It seemed like they really loved it. I've been in contact with them since they all followed me on Twitter, which is pretty cool. Um, I think they're going to have me back. I think the way they talked, which is really awesome. I swore a little bit. I think they like that. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. we're all good, man. It was, a, it was awesome to be on something like that. It really is one of the highlights of my career. Yeah, it was really, really cool. You did a great job. I think you represented, you know, the Bills and the Bills media really well. So good job there. And I knew that it was good because, like, I am such a McAfee guy that basically whatever would have happened, I would have been enamored with. But I was home and my wife was watching and she doesn't know anything about Pat McAfee, but we were watching it live. And she was like, who is this guy? He is so much fun. And I was (laughs) like, yeah, he's just an absolute riot. Like, this is what his show is like, basically every single day so she was getting a kick out of it too so that's amazing it, i mean it's just like yeah so it was really really good so job well done no i appreciate that a lot so uh thank you very much and by the way bill's mafia bill's fans uh, thank you for so much love ever so many messages i got after that matt you know you're talking to me about it and i appreciate it but so many people reached out that, that did watch it and all the love i've been getting i just really truly appreciate it so really happy to do it and hope to um do it again so today matt um you know i First, let me know. Do you agree with the sentiment if I say I think the DBs have had the upper hand against the wide receivers so far? Um, all things, all things being equal, and now it's not easy, of course, in one on ones all the time. But whether it's one on one or eleven on eleven, I would say through camp, from what we've seen, I think the DBs have done a, a really good job. I think they've done a good job. I don't know if I would go quite to that they've had the upper hand. Okay. I would think that it would be a little bit more give and take because I feel like maybe they've done a better job with some of the more secondary options, mm-hmm. but like Diggs and Davis have just been yep. eating every time they're in those drills. So I don't know, maybe I'm like kind of front loading the conversation, but I would say it's closer to like a tie than it is to one side in that specific matchup, having the upper hand. Totally fair today. You would not say that the wide receivers dominated today all across the board. I mean, they just crushed it today. I, I in the one-on-one drills, Wide receiver after wide receiver, just running a great route and great balls being thrown by the QBs, especially Allen. Um, touchdowns, it didn't matter, man. They just, it seemed like they could not be stopped. And then finally, Taron Johnson had a really good rep and he stopped one. But I mean, it didn't matter who was catching the ball. It didn't matter what route it was being run. It didn't matter who was throwing the ball. The wide receivers, I thought, dominated today. And then on the very first play of 11 on 11, Stefan Diggs catches a ball. He gets bumped. He turns around and starts to throw hands basically with Greg Russo. <laughs> And you're like, oh my God, here we go again. That spilled over. And on the second play, and I don't know if these two things are related because maybe the offense got mad. On the second play, I would say, Matt, the best, prettiest pass I've seen out here in camp all camp long, Josh Allen deep to Gabe Davis, unbelievable floater down the sidelines right over the head of Dane Jackson and just before DeMar Hamlin could get there. Yeah, I mean... I guess that's good to hear because I would still say to this point, the defense as a whole has had an upper hand on the offense, but it's kind of one of those things where you're like, okay, how much weight are we going to put into this because of who is playing at offensive line? Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think up to this point, they've had more than two of their starters on the line at the same time for any day of practice. We're still waiting on, I mean, like I said, I wasn't there Thursday. I'm assuming. I mean, Spencer Brown probably wasn't out there taking team drills, right? 
Pretty much. That's correct. Yes. Okay. That is and right, then, yes. Yeah. And then you've got the other guys who are still missing. I know Ryan Bates is working back from his injury. I know Roger Saffold is still dealing with the ribs. So I know that it's going to eventually get back to more of a starting unit that we were, I guess, thinking we were going to see the, the offense has been a little bit hit or miss. I don't think they've been able to stretch the field quite like they anticipate that they're going to be able to during training camp, just because the protection maybe hasn't been up to the level that they expect it to be. But I wouldn't take anything away from Davis or Diggs because I think that even though Isaiah McKenzie has been kind of the sweetheart of training camp, I think those two guys, they're one and two Diggs and Davis have looked awesome. I agree with that. I think McKenzie's had an awesome camp. Um, I will tell you, I think today was a real good day for the offense that they needed in that passing regard, but you're hundred percent right about the offensive line. Um, that'll bring us to actually, I asked you, what do you want to talk about? You had a suggestion. I write the arrow up arrow down column for WGR 550com after every game. And you said, how about we kind of do something like that? And so we can kind of do it. However we want to phrase it. If it's arrow down, I would say the O line right now yeah. through these two weeks, I would give a down, but with the caveat that they haven't been very healthy. I mean, Matt today again, and look, I know bills fans hate hearing this, but like Bobby Hart was at one of the starting guard spots today. Yeah, I know they're, they're, they're using different people because they have to. And obviously there's opportunity there, but you, you need to get these guys back. Let's do it this way. And I agree with what you said. Let's start with the offense and let's each do an arrow up arrow down for the offense. And then, you know, we can take a quick break and then we'll do it defensively. Does that work? For sure. And I want to say for me, arrow up and arrow down might not just be how they've performed. It might be, I think this guy's behind because he's not getting an opportunity. Like just what I see, what I see from people Um, before we do that, just on the offensive line and the injuries, are you concerned? Like at what point are you going to be like, okay, they got it. it like they haven't had these guys back. Deion Dawkins is back. We know that after yeah. missing a couple of days and Mitch Morris, that's two of the five. The others, Roger Saffold, um, we're, we're assuming Ryan Bates, Roger Saffold and Spencer Brown are the other starters. Bates did return today, but he didn't take 11 on 11 work. I would say I'm going to be concerned if they don't get any live reps in a preseason game, but up until that point, I don't think I'm going to be overly concerned. We'll see how it plays out. I'm one of those people who I don't think like Josh Allen needs to step on the field in the preseason. I don't think Diggs does. I don't think Von Miller does anything like that. But with some of the new pieces that they've had on the offensive line, even though those guys have NFL experience, like Roger Saffold has played a bunch of games in this league. He probably doesn't need live reps to be able to just roll out and play week one. I do think it's important from just like a chemistry standpoint to see kind of how they work as a cohesive unit. So I would like to see them together in a preseason game, even if they're not protecting for Josh Allen, but I'm not going to be overly concerned if, you know, they miss a game, two games. Cause like at this point, I wouldn't expect any of those guys to be ready for the first game, maybe the second game, if they come back soon. But for me, try and have them back in Charlotte for that third preseason game, regardless of who's playing quarterback, give them a couple different series just to kind of get out there, shake off some of the rust a little bit. And then I think they'll still be ready to go in time for the season. And just a couple of house cleaning items before we get to how we're going to do the arrow up, arrow down. Um, speaking of availability, Sean McDermott did tell us before Thursday's practice that Jordan Poyer should miss maybe a week or two is how he put it. He said days, maybe a week or two. That's obviously great news. I think we all expect him now to be back before the season opener. But the one that is actually, um, I think, now very interesting, Matt, Marquez Stevenson, this looks like weeks, I think, if I remember what McDermott said. if he used, I think he used the term weeks. He used the word weeks. And... That's not good for a guy fighting for a spot, obviously, at a very pretty crowded position. 
No, it's not, especially for him. But I almost think it bails the Bills out again of having to make one of those decisions when right. it comes to constructing their 53-man roster because they can either you know give him an injury designation or put him on the practice squad. I, like I, I think it would have already been probably an uphill battle for him to make the 53-man roster based off of what we've seen the first two weeks into training camp. Now, I think that's almost impossible that he's going to be on the 53-man roster, but I still think they want to keep him around and just kind of see what he is because of the limited sample size. So I would venture to guess he's still in the organization in some capacity after training camp ends. I just don't think it's going to be the 53-man roster. All right, let's do a little arrow up, arrow down. 